Anyway, uh. I tell many people that I feel just as lucky to have found Ralph as I do Kylan. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. She, she feels <laughs> lucky to have met Kylan. And Ralph. She said Ralph, actually. Oh. Because, you know, that can be like when you start dating someone who has kids. You don't mm-hmm. know if they're shitheads or not. And Ralph could have been a shithead dog. Like, you know, I'm not going to say names, Jaeger. But um, <laughs> he could have been like that. And it would have sucked. Because mm-hmm. I would have dealt with it because I love Kylan. But, like, it would have sucked. Yeah. But luckily, Ralph is amazing. So I feel like I scored both times. He's not must, even listening to you. Must must mean something that about the parent. Just saying. <laughs> you know, sometimes, and I've seen this a lot in my childcare days, kids are just good, not because of how they were raised. The parents just get lucky because they have calm children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hmm. luck is part of the game. For, from what mm. I've heard of how of how Ralph came into this world with you, I don't know if, if it was much to do with your rearing. Listen, <laughs> he turned out he the way that very, he did. He had a very tumultuous. Um, <laughs> first 10 weeks in this world okay kylan did admit the other day that they learned together mm-hmm. which you know sometimes that's how it has to go of course and we did learn together welcome to chilling in the living room <laughs> episode 53 i'm here with kylan who's i'm a- i'm sorry who is i'm don't mess I'm. it up she what? had it <laughs> bro what, did, what does that even mean though what are you trying i don't even understand what you're trying to say do you ever say your name I'm going to have to go back and listen. No, he always says, I'm here with... That's what I thought. So-and-so, so-and-so. <laughs> my beautiful girlfriend, my friend. Like, you don't... Well, say your beautiful okay, boyfriend. Okay, you want me okay. to talk in third person? <laughs> Welcome to Chillin' in the Living Room, episode 53. Helen is here with <laughs> Annabelle, Kylan, and Ralph Dog Millionaire. <laughs> Helen would also like to shout out our sponsor, <laughs> Black and Educated Clothing. Narrator. She got do her narrator you, pants on. Do you prefer third person? I prefer third person. I don't know. That sounded really cool. Yeah. It was very hard to talk. In th- I had to think. <laughs> I had to think about it first. Yeah. <laughs> really wanted to say I the whole time. But apparently that wasn't allowed. Well, I, I was, like I like if you stick to the intros, third person style, I think is great. Okay. Honestly, I was just messing with you. You did a great job, though. Well, I did until you interrupted me. Yeah. No. Also, I did a really good job on the part that I, my mic wasn't coming through. So you know, <laughs> it's what it is. It's amazing how how well we do when the audience can't hear it. Like, yeah, the audience amazing. is probably like, yeah, I bet you guys do so well. Like, you keep <laughs> talking about these times you do so well, and it's not recorded exactly. like that best episode ever. You keep referring to. They're probably like, this fucking episode didn't exist. Yeah, really. Like, We're just fucking lying. I mean, it's a recurring theme in this podcast that like when something bad happens, we have had the best podcast possible like and, it, un- and you you weren't able to hear it but it was awesome mm-hmm. let me tell yeah. you in re- in reality it probably is it we just feel like it is at the time because we're so bummed we lost it, <laughs> it some of those though i mean some of the ones that we have have lost or something happens and we lose a piece of it is really good for sure good yeah, yeah. especially that time that like ralph was pacing around i think it was your apartment and like ripped a cord out of the wall oh. and we didn't even fucking know it oh, yeah. <laughs> like 45 minutes we were just having this conversation going like it was a great conversation and then we realized it wasn't plugged in it wasn't even fucking plugged in (laughs) after we had been talking for so long i mean we've had some bloopers throughout the uh 53 episodes here (laughs) 
like drainy peeing with the door open. Uh, yeah, drainy peeing that with the door open. That was a good one. Um, Having too many people on the pod at once. Well, I mean, is that really a blooper as much as it is just a mistake? That's fair. <laughs> like, no, no, shit you're right. Show. No, no, just no you're right. Shit show. I yeah, wasn't. I wasn't uh, there. I was traveling for that episode. And uh, I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> I feel like that would have given you anxiety. It, it was, it was too much. Like if you if you listen to the episode, it's kind of chaotic. Well, was, wait, was I there? I think so. I mean, mm. the one that you were on vacation. Because wait. no, the one that you were on vacation that would have been you and Jessica. I was coming back from Texas. Yeah, so that would have been. Would no, have been I think Annabelle was there when I was there when there was lots of people. There was an episode that I wasn't there. There were just there were too many fucking people, and like I mean, quality was really bad, and there weren't enough mics for enough people, and people were sharing, and it was just like crazy. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> very possible. I, I just I mean, i.e. mistake. Yeah, some some mistakes happen. You know, I mean. Good I mean, episode. that's what happens when Kylan says, I'll cook everybody dinner if you want to come over for the pod. Everybody's like, oh, shit, free oh, dinner. Shit? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we need to, speaking of dinner, we need to go to Han Wuri soon. I don't want to go to Han Wuri. Let's go to Koreana Why? instead. Why? Um, what so, are you all speaking of? We were so talking about I, earlier. <laughs> I, randomly, I randomly got a hankering for bulgogi today. Have you had that before? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Um, it's basically just Korean barbecue. Um, I, they, they make it, it's traditionally made with beef. Uh, they can do it with chicken and steaks, beef, uh, chicken, and, chicken, chicken and, and you know, or beef shrimp. And also beef, <laughs> beef and steak. Beef and um, beef. but it, I mean, it's just like, uh, it's hard to explain. Generally you can do it and you can do it spicy. You can do it mild. It's just like, a like Korean. name a restaurant here that sells it. That's what I'm saying. Hanuri, Koreana, any Where is any, Koreana? Kore, any Korean restaurant, but Koreana is off of uh, like when you're on New Circle Road going towards Woodhill. Um, okay. That the first, I think it's Woodhill Drive to be honest. But oh wait a second, is it behind street, a gas station? The, yeah, it's right. I have been there. Yeah. That place is. It's fine. right next to uh, Austin City Saloon. Yes, mm. I so. have been there. What was the third one you said? Uh, Arian Garden is one it's off of richmond road in front of uh oh yeah i just went burke there. i've actually burke had furniture. all three of those places <laughs> and then yeah. they're all fire but bugogi i want some okay we'll have to get some soon i'm down let's I'm so go in for that asap maybe we can do it before we go to the borough on saturday what time does that start doors open at five but i assume it like lasts for a while yeah, and on Saturday we would have to go there before three. Question mark. Really weird thing about most Asian restaurants: they're open from like twelve to three, closed from three to five, three to six. Normally, yeah, Indian restaurants yeah. do that too. Yeah, and then they're open again from like six to ten. They gotta have their breaks. Hell yeah! Get the food. That's what we call. That's what other meal. countries call siesta. Right. Ah. I've never heard of siesta. Yes, you have. I mean, I've I know what the word siesta means. I've just never heard of a period Ew. of time at work considered that, that, as a siesta. Um, that sleep book that I finally fucking finished. Um, a lot of other countries do close in the middle of the day for literally for rest. And what? schools do too. And schools do it too. What was the book's name? Why We Sleep. Okay. 
I cannot remember who it's by. I'm awful with authors' <laughs> names. But just look up Why We Sleep. It's a doctor. I mean, I just feel like audience always likes different uh, suggestions. And book, Fair. Like, I've talked about sleep. this book several times, but I finally fucking finished it. And it sounds one very part, interesting. Oh, it was fantastic. It was so good. There is, so far, there is no reason for dreams. They just... Like, they don't know why we dream. Right. There's no... Having having REM sleep and non-REM sleep is extremely important for impor, important <laughs> important for development and memory retention. Right. But the dream part is not it doesn't necessarily have like a why did I have this dream? Your brain is just kind of throwing shit against a wall, basically. A combination of memories and, you know, unlikely scenarios and you know, it's I think it's, I personally feel like it's a way for your brain to tell it, like to not trick itself, but tell itself that you're still alive because sleep is basically the closest thing to death that we get during that time. So like your brain's not doing anything. So it's trying to stimulate itself. It's resting, but it's not, it's technically not doing the type of work that it does for generally 16 hours a day. I highly suggest you read the book. I will. Okay. Because, you know, when you're, when you're, your waking brain and your sleeping brain are obviously different, but the patterns of, um, electric, wait, electric waves. That doesn't even make any sense. It is electric waves, I think. Yeah. But it's like pulses. Yeah. Those. So when you sleep, they're actually super, um, uh, patterned. Mm-hmm. They're not as erratic. When you're awake, they're extremely erratic because your brain is doing, uh, uh, it's, your eyes are seeing things, you're hearing things, you're feeling things, you're seeing, you know, you're, you're Every tasting senses. things, everything is coming at you erratically and your brain is, is taking all that in. And, but when you're sleeping, you know, your body is basically shut off and it's going through your memory, memory banks and your brain and all these chemicals to help you recover and your body are released because then you're not accessing all that outside stimuli anymore. You know, they say sleep is one of the best recoveries when it comes to, you know, physical illness and mental stuff. Because it is. You've shut off all the outside world and everything on the inside has had time to recover. It's and it can just focus cool. on recovery. And it literally can focus on... Really, the biggest part of it is memory retention, which is wild. If you don't get adequate sleep, like, you know, that you know when you're in college and you know you pull all-nighters and stuff and you that doesn't help you retain any of the information that you've tried to keep like scientifically it's been proven so if you like study normally or you learn something and then you get adequate sleep you're like 60 percent more likely to retain that information and be able to use it in the future which is crazy how high that percentage is. Oh, it's insane. And I this, mean, it makes sense. It's just crazy that it's that high of a percentage. These, these, st- the wild thing is like nobody really talks about sleep because it's so every day and everybody does it. We've always done it since the beginning of time. But these sleep studies have been done for decades upon decades by c- all kinds of different countries everywhere. And they're all coming with the same conclusions. If you're not getting adequate sleep, your life is significantly shorter because you're losing out on. Uh, muscle recovery, mental recovery, um, it aids in um, um, keeping yourself, your immune system, helps keep your immune system boosted, you know. And it's wild that that's not something we talk about, but it's something that we've had literally since 
day one as a species. Yeah, like it's not something like, you know, they tell you to be healthy, you need to like work out, eat right. Like but they don't tell they you they never get say like sleep. This is if your age, this is how much sleep you should be having. Mm-hmm. Like they tell parents that when you have infants and toddlers, but like after that you don't really hear like, you know, as an adult you should get like 6 to 8 hours of sleep every night. Mm-hmm. Well, you hear it, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> well, but you it's not beaten to your head like everything else is. No, like it's know? not, not a like priority you go, in yeah. the, in our society. No, like it's not like you go for your annual checkup, you know, and your doctor asks you, you know, how many times a week are you working out? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? They don't ever say like how many hours a night are you sleeping. And I mean that coupled with the fact that mass media like kind of glorifies the idea of working. Hustle, hustle the like hustle work hard don't yeah. don't sleep like i'm i don't sleep get tired. when you're dead like, da, 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like i mean that's i mean it's a mentality that i mean I, I i'm assuming some of the people did some successful people did make it like not resting doing well, things and like some that people i mean don't i don't have a choice but like i think it was mark cuban's biography i read Damn, that was two years ago. I was on administrative leave at PNC during this time. But I read it, and he said at one point of his life, he slept three hours a day. But the the time that he normally was spending sleeping, he would use that time to learn a new, like, he would, like, deep dive into something new every day. Which, I mean, I, I adopted that for a little bit. I, I tried it. it. It's not fun. Like, you're more irritable. Like, not wanting to be around people. Like, it was, it, it, it's different. I just, you know. Uh, it's, it's hard to look at somebody being successful and try to emulate it and then... Right, my- but, like, that's, that's, like, a good example of how, like, everybody is so different mm-hmm. when it comes to sleep. Like, there are some people, like myself who can never get enough sleep and can sleep at any time. And then there's some people who function better off of little sleep. And then you have people who are insomniacs and like physically cannot sleep. So there's this controversial, not necessarily controversial because I agree with the statement, but you know, people do say, uh, people do say, Oh, I can get enough sleep and I'm fine. No, they're just used to it. Right. They're not necessarily that it's good for them or, you know, oh, I can I can survive and do well off five or six hours of sleep. Well, yeah, you probably can. Doesn't mean you should. No, not that it's good for them. It's just they can function. So I think some people can function easier off of less sleep versus others. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Like like as far as like, you know, some people have a small amount of sleep and they're just like struggling, mm -hmm. like can't think well, can't. And then there's some people who do really well off of it, like as far as like what they have to do during the day not like it's good for I them. I think the the main thing I pulled from it the key is at the end of the book he he talked about giving yourself eight hours opportunity to sleep that doesn't mean you have to be asleep the entire eight hours but that means being in bed relaxing trying you know trying to relax and trying to go to sleep for like in an eight hour span of time if you only sleep for seven hours in that eight that's okay because you've given yourself the eight-hour opportunity. I give myself nine hours of opportunity, and I sleep about eight and a half hours a night. But that's just because I'm one of those people who feels way better when I've had way more sleep. Yeah. Way more sleep. I've always, But I've always been that way. I'm, I'm one that, like, once I'm up, I'm up, though. Like, and I struggle to sleep through the night. Like, so, like, there are, 
Like, I mean, I don't know, like nights that we're sleeping, I wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and I, I'm i awake for an hour and a half during that time. Cause, an hour and a half, though. I mean, not... Uh, okay. I don't know how long it is because I don't look at the clock, but I, like, I know I've at least watched an episode of Bob's Burgers, so 30 minutes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, but what I'm saying is, like, I don't, I don't necessarily know if eight and a half is necessary as much as, like you said, as, as long as you're there and you're trying to rest, I think that's fine. I mean, are you looking to get more sleep? Because I could probably point out three things off the bat that would help you get more sleep. Look, here it comes. Put your phone down. Turn off the TV. And don't drink alcohol before Exactly. <laughs> I mean, but those are like, those are like proven things that like if people can't sleep through the night or, you know, can't get to sleep, you know, you're not even supposed to eat within like two to three hours of going to bed. Yeah. Alcohol at night isn't, it doesn't help. Social, like all the screens and social media has thrown off our circadian, circadian, <laughs> circadian, circadian, can't say it, rhythms completely because the artificial light is fucking us all up. So, I mean, if you wanted to do better, you definitely could. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't disagree, but I also don't necessarily feel like I'm not well rested half the time. Like, I mean, there are times where I'm like, damn, like I'm tired as fuck at work right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Most of the time, I'm up. When I'm up, I'm up. So right. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'll cry about it later. Except you do go back to sleep, though. I do. Man, just saying, like it's not immediate. I did get absolutely horrible sleep last night because of my new tattoo. Was it sore? Oh my god, it still is. Check out a y y y underscore b. No, we don't have to do that. No, really, we don't. I was just going to shout out my artist because he posted it on his Instagram and his shit is public and mine is private. Um, Shout out to, I think his name on Instagram is buzzkill underscore Barry. He is, his name's Barry. He's at White Dog Tattoo in Georgetown. Um, And I did not realize this, but he actually owns that shop. I had no fucking idea. Oh, that's cool. And I ran across this guy 11 years ago in Richmond. You know, I was a young person looking for tattoos. So I just, lucky lady tattoo in Richmond. He happened to be there. And I was like, let's fucking go. Got a tattoo. It's, you know, it's the Cheshire Cat. It's pretty good. You know, it was pretty good at the time. It's been 11 years. Significantly faded. Um, I was like, you know what? This is one that I really would love to have redone and touched up to make it brighter. Found Wait, so the he's guy. the one that originally did it. He's the one who originally did it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I had to track him down, I, I, but I did. Started on Facebook, got on like Lucky Lady's like um, page, went way back to like 2010, 2011 photos to see if I could find. I knew his name was like Barry or Buddy or something. Yeah. So then I found Barry, found his Facebook, found his, you know, found his email address, found out where he actually was. And then emailed him a photo. And I was like, hey, do you recognize this? Is this your work? And he's like, oh, shit, yeah. Like, I remember doing that. And I was like, really? Because I would love to get this thing touched up and redone. He was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And so I made the appointment like, I don't know, four months ago for now. Like, I just went way out. I don't know why. Um, but his skills, I mean, you've seen it. It's it's uh, His Instagram is public. It's, I think, the first post right now. Um, and he free-handed a lot of it i just went in saying touch this up rework it let's go and he just fucking killed it knocked it out of the park i didn't even expect it to be this good 
yeah i mean we were obviously talking about this before the pod right. how much better it looks but it's i didn't realize it was the same person who did it originally exact same That's person even cooler. same artist it's it the coolest part was seeing was look watching him look at his art on somebody from you know 10 or 11 years ago and be like man like this this is my art right here and i'm about to do it again like I'm yeah gonna redo and just like it build and off of it better yeah his skills obviously he's been tattooing since he was younger and just since 2010 to now his skills are fucking insanely good insanely good he owns that shop i was gonna say so much so that he decided to build his own or not build his own shop but own his own shop yeah own his own shop exactly it's it's uh him and one other artist that own it together but it's the two of them and then i think they have four other artists in there and they're getting another one next year so it's a great shop and it's funny because that shop in georgetown is the exact same shop where kayla is the one who did my back oh she's there too but you just didn't know that I didn't he know was that there he was when there. you went. Okay. Right. I had no idea because at the time I was talking to her about getting my side redone. And she was like, that looks like his work, but I'm not 100% sure. So doing my own research. So both of my artists are in the same shop. It's fantastic. I mean, that also goes to show one, how talented they both are. And two, that they like do similar work because you liked both of their work. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Their styles are... are very different, but the quality of both of them is amazing. So, so I really enjoyed that. So you said this was 11 years ago <clears throat> when you chose the Cheshire Cat originally. Uh-huh. Was there any like any thought process behind that? You're just like, I really like this character in Alice in Wonderland. So originally the thought process was it was kind of an ode to my childhood hmm. because when I was younger, I actually had Todd's syndrome which is also known as Alice in Wonderland syndrome. And it's something you grow out of. But what is that? I will tell you, Ralph, (laughs) sit down, buddy. Expound. I am. (laughs) Um, It's essentially a disconnect between your brain and your eyes. It's not serious. They end up growing together and you grow out of it. But I can vividly remember going through this, mostly in middle school, seeing things that are not there, basically hallucinating. Um, well, that's trippy as fuck. As a child, it was terrifying. I can just remember and like feeling like your body is growing or the walls are shrinking. Like it was basically hallucinations of a child. And they actually thought something was like actually wrong with me for a while. I, you know, I never got seriously tested for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't know. So at the time as a child, it just fucking terrified me because, teachers you know in front of class this would happen randomly nothing would trigger it at all a teacher's head would just grow and expand um some nights i'd be laying in bed getting ready for bed and the walls would shrink in around me or my hands just my hands would grow and get huge and this fucking happened for a couple of years when i was in middle school and i didn't realize what it was until i was a teenager and i literally saw a documentary about what it was and i was like holy shit are you fucking kidding me? So you went undiagnosed the whole time. Yeah, I was like, that's a real fucking I thing. I think that's something that happens often for 90s babies. Like, there was, I feel like there was a lot of not non-diagnoses. Well, but there still is. There <laughs> they, still is for stuff that's 
that's hard to test and for stuff that's not very common. Well, and they just thought I had an overactive imagination. And yeah. I mean, especially that's, with kids, because and that's yeah. totally fair, you know. But like they'll throw ADHD on you real oh, quick. Yeah. And like, I mean, well, back then they would. Nowadays they actually pay a little bit more attention. But yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So it wasn't until later that I found out exactly what it was and it was a real thing. And I was like, no fucking way. So you're telling me growing, and I did eventually grow out of it. Now, sometimes, no joke, sometimes I can still feel uh, kind of some weird body sensations when I'm trying to go to sleep. Almost like lucid dreaming, but not quite, because that shit's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but the general hallucinations and stuff, that was only that was only when I was young. And it's it's way gone now. But once I found out what it was, I was like, yo, this is like other people have this too. It's not just me. And I'm, I it wasn't was not fun, crazy. fucking crazy yeah. child, yeah. <laughs> you know. And my parents, I can remember, you know, my parents were concerned. They didn't really know what was going on because I was freaking the fuck out. It was yeah. scary. Because I knew it wasn't real, and then it would go away. Like it just terrified. Yeah, me. but then how do you, you know, how do you convince that anyone to believe you? And yeah. then they probably thought that you had like anxiety, like thinking the room was closing in on you. Like that, a lot of times sounds like they. Anxiety. I can remember them doing like intelligence tests on me too, because I'm pretty sure they thought something was like wrong with me. Actually, like swear, Mentally. yeah, like swear. <laughs> I can remember like going to like a specific office and them like running through like intelligent, like in middle school, I can remember it vividly. I was like, damn, y'all really thought I was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. But no, that's so anyway, that's kind of, kind of like an ode to that, to, to like, going through that shit as a child and not knowing what it was. And then finally figuring out later and being like, yo, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not nothing's crazy. actually wrong with me. It was just some, you know, disconnect that I couldn't control. Then she got into real life and all of a sudden realized that everybody's fucking crazy and she's normal. Exactly. It's wild. I need to go back and watch Alice in Wonderland because that was one of the movies like when I was younger that like I only watched like once or twice and didn't pay much attention to it. Like I never really got into it. It's really kind of a fucked up story. It's a great story and I know every single word to the entire movie. That scares me. <laughs> Just so you know. I'll go back and watch it. Definitely Alice, the cartoon version. Though. Alice definitely right. did shrooms. That's what I'm getting at. Well, there is a huge debate on whether Lewis Carroll actually did drugs to write that or not. I, I, mean, I would say. I, right. I know. I mean, it's pretty wild. You'd have to have like a huge sober imagination for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's for or what I mean, even some kind the, of mental fuck that I like I did. I mean, Obviously, the Lewis Carroll story came out first before it was named. So who knows how long kids were dealing with this before they figured out it was a real thing. And, you know, kids are not just like... So mm. So for the, the kids who they actually diagnose it while they're going through it, is there a cure? Mm -mm. They just have to grow out of it. Yeah, because it's not, it's, it's not anything that's life-threatening, A. And B, most of them grow out of it. Hmm. You just kind of, yeah. the connection you know connects it makes the connection in your head and then it it goes away as i say it's one of those things that like med modern med or medicine in general is not going to look for a fix to something that fixes itself it does yeah like i mean yeah they have a chicken pox vaccine but like normally they're just like let's just let these kids get chicken pox mm -hmm. you feel me Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. So that's what the tattoo remember, is all about. I remember about. my mom would t 
took me or sent me to my cousin's house who obviously had chicken pox. And I was like, that. I mean, I, I didn't know at the time, but I, after I was told that, I was like, it's kind of fucked up. You feel me? Like, but that's what, but that's what our parents did. They'd have yeah. chicken pox parties. They literally have. So you get it out of the way. You knew it was coming instead of it coming at a time that was like super inconvenient. <laughs> exactly. Like, you get them all sorry, sick at the same mom. time. Like, oh, we're about to go on vacation. Now you catch chicken pox. No, that's not fucking happening. You're <laughs> you about to go you get can it. Only next. have it once. Yeah. You go ahead and get it over with when they're young because they can get over it pretty easily, and then you're good to go. And then they've got shingles for the rest of their life. And if it triggers as an adult, they might die. But you know. There's that. There's that. But poor Todd. They must have believed Todd and figured it out. That that was a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who Todd is. Yeah. Shout out to Todd. I'm actually going to find out what his his actual name was. But, you know. Um, But I'm sure people with tattoos get annoyed with me because every time I see a tattoo that's interesting, I immediately ask, you know. It doesn't even have to be interesting. You just ask. Eh, It's got to be an interesting one. Like... the, the, for real, like the, the girl with the gecko on her shoulder recently. Yeah, that was like, just about to I just kind of like, I why did you put a gecko? I mean, like not trying to be rude. I was just, why did you put a gecko on you your shoulder? You just ask if there was any you meaning behind it. Yeah, but like every girl that I see with fish on their feet, I'm not like, yo, why'd you put a fish on your feet? Are you a Pisces? And then they're like, no, I just like fish. He was an English psychiatrist. His name was John Todd, and he named it in 1955. Is he 1D or double D? Double D. Mm. Mm-hmm. Continue. I, like I don't it. trust single D Todds. Really? That's weird. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> Todd. Yeah. That's Todd. just... Right? Actually, Todd. The, the reason that I asked that is because <laughs> the, the, one, the one D Todd that I know is English. Hmm. Every other D, er, the double D Todds are all American that I know. I know a lot of Todds. Damn, one third of people who have Alice in Wonderland syndrome uh, <laughs> experience ongoing episodes. I, I didn't realize. Do they it was really call it Alice in Wonderland syndrome? I swear to God, that was the nickname for it. Mm-hmm. She said, "Really? Yeah." I I genuinely thought she was about to say one third of the Todds are one D. One third of the Todds are one D. <laughs> I mean. So it's sometimes I found I just found this out I did not realize sometimes it's associated with epilepsy, mm. <laughs> um, but I don't remember having epilepsy as a child. Shit, I could have, but it's mostly we, it's mostly in young people, and then most people grow out of it. And some people don't. Can we flash lights in front of you real quick to see? Yeah, that's totally fine. I watch you know <laughs> crazy fucking <laughs> stuff, and you know. <laughs> Don't, don't have any issues, but like I don't, I don't think that would be safe because no, like if you wouldn't. had a seizure in here, I don't. You I, wouldn't I'm even know what medi- to do. I'm not medically trained. You, know, I would call, you wouldn't know what to do. I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not medically trained. I would call the ambulance because if I touched you, I could be sued. That's a real thing. Shut up, Kylan. That's true. I don't think Annabelle would sue me. Right. That's saying, what I'm telling you to shut the but hell up. I could up. be. <laughs> I would. I would definitely. Also, like, I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to stop myself from helping someone like that because of the possibility that i'd get sued like i'll deal with that later i don't know that i could like in my right mind just stand there and be like oh i'm not helping you because there's a (laughs) very very small chance that when you're okay you're gonna sue me like wait are you medically trained suing your ass straight up (laughs) i I, yeah i would just take my chances and help that person what is the girl's version of fantasy football leagues not um nothing normal life you don't have any (laughs) Normal life. Normal life. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, okay, so 
there's not literally normal like there's not one like there's y'all don't you don't do anything like you don't that, so okay so let's we, like oh that. we don't do anything yeah. about <laughs> you, shit. You guys fucking so let's okay Wait, so let's seriously i okay let's I parse it out of, i just got one of my uh one of the league dues from one of the guys that are in my fantasy football leagues but the funny part about it is he doesn't have venmo so he goes to his wife Ah. and he's like he's like hey erica can you send me can you send league dues to this so she commented on it and it just says i don't approve of this <laughs> that's what the comment for this for this fantasy football league thing is which i think it's hilarious like but as i was thinking about it, i was like you guys don't have anything similar to fantasy football well, let's all? let's parse out what fantasy football is without using the word football so what so let's see if we can find a similarity so what is it what are you doing okay so you're taking the acts of people okay adding a point adding a point uh equivalent to it uh-huh and then like each of those people that you have, like you could really play fantasy real life if you wanted to. It'd be really cool. <laughs> I, I've thought about it before, but anyway, <laughs> but like, but you have a roster full of people and you play them and whoever has, whoever's group of people that scores the most points each week wins that week. So like ideally or not ideally. Yeah. Ideally in fantasy real life, like all of us could be players in it like not don't try not me owning, because i would do that not owning a team but players and like don't say, try me because i would so fucking do that <laughs> do which but like part? say like a promotion real life fantasy like say say like a promotion at your job is worth 10 points or like wait people know. do real life fantasy no you could no you could you like could. we were trying to like find a like a equivalent okay. to fantasy football like there's really not one but now i'm excited about real life fantasy <laughs> I mean, you could you <laughs> I really want to do this I, I mean i think that i think it's possible you just you have did to your make weekly sure. chores 20 yeah, points 20 points <laughs> like you gotta have you gotta have uh an accountability person though right yeah. you've got to i mean and we have to set the rules we got to set the rules. We got to set what actually, and we have to be, I feel like we have to be very strict on what gets you points. I can't, but, I don't think we can be random with it. I know I asked why do, or what is women's version of fantasy football? Women can play fantasy football also. And I've played some really good women <laughs> at it too. But like, do you guys really not have anything that's like, that you're hardcore no, because about like that's that? just betting on sports and per individual player and so no <laughs> that's that's really i don't bet on anything same i can't think okay, of anything like, <laughs> i mean the most i've ever bet on would be a poker game and you know that was that's surprising to me. I feel like you guys have something. I've, it's going to be like, like 10 episodes. Like it's going to be 10 Helen, episodes from now. You've you lived with me for over a year. <laughs> like, wouldn't you have found out about this thing at this point that I supposedly have? Fantasy plant life. Fantasy oh, plant <laughs> my plant has a new leaf this Fantasy. week. That sounds like, that sounds like a game on Fantasy your phone. Fantasy herbology. That sounds like a game on your phone. Botany. Yeah. Fantasy plant Did life. Did you say urology at first? I said herbology. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you urology. said urology. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, no, I really can't think of anything that I literally nothing. that I do that would be uh, similar to that. No, because yep. it's betting on sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, nope. That's surprising. 
And I know Is there's really? lots of yeah. girls who do bet on sports. I just personally don't. Yeah, same. Speaking of poker, by the way, Helen and I were in bed yesterday watching poker for about an hour and a half. We did stay up late because <laughs> we got so into like, it. It's the, like you, you know the sleep that you were telling us to get when <laughs> yeah. we're in bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watching like, poker. I, yeah, yeah. We didn't even change the channel when we got on YouTube TV. We were on YouTube TV, and the first thing was like World Poker Net or some dumb shit. Like, I don't know what it was. We watched like five episodes. Well, it was of it. the 2021 like Poker Open <laughs> in Las Vegas. <laughs> Duh, Kylie. I mean, it was pretty serious stuff. It um, was like seventh place got like ninety four grand. Yeah. So I need to learn poker. I mean, it it's wild how much money. I don't know how to play that game. Man, so it, it's, it's not a hard game to learn to play. the The hardest part about the game is like tr- the whole game understanding other people. Like, well, that's yeah, that's the. the that that is the game though. You're saying but it's not hard to learn. Like yes, you can learn hard. what cards go together to make a good hand. That's yeah. easy, but that's not the biggest part of the game. But what I'm saying is, learning how poker works is not difficult. Learning how to play against other people is the difficult part. Which is poker? <laughs> is my point? Is it not? It, you mean, don't play by yourself. It's not a you game can. you play. Okay. No, seriously, you really can. And ha- how fun is that? Like, it's not like you can have a poker face against yourself. Well, no. You're not like third person is bluffing. Texas Hold'em First isn't the only game of poker, like, though. Huh? Texas Hold'em's not the only game of poker. I understand that, Kylan. But <laughs> my point was that the biggest part of playing poker is reading other people and how they play the game. I feel That's like true. I could be good at that. You would I'm, be really... Oh, no. I was about I, to say, I you'd be know, really good at having a poker face, but I j- I'm taking that no. back because you show everything on your face. I would face. say I would have a horrible... I do have a horrible poker face. I don't uh-huh. have one. But I feel like I'd be really good at reading other people. The hands that were played last night in the final... Like, the final two people, I don't think, it, like, really anybody could... Uh, it would have been so difficult for you to even not even worry about the other player. Just play it the correct way. I mean, if like, it's down to the last two, obviously. Yeah, like, and also fucking tier. Right, but, and also I feel like there was some stuff that like they were predicting would even happen to themselves, and then it was like the river was just nuts. Yeah. So like it does <laughs> still come down to the fact that it is a card game and it is about luck because mm-hmm. it's like, you know. I I mean. I'm going to explain it just and see if, I mean, obviously you'll, you might be able to get it. Don't too. bore us. But the last hand of the game was. Oh, Kylan, this is going to be too much. It was, it was a full house. I'm is, just saying it's going to be boring for him to explain this whole hand. Okay, never mind then. Forget it. If I have to explain so much. If I played, like I don't play poker. I don't know how to play poker, so I'm not going to get. I'm, we should do poker nights. Like we'll first start. We'll first start five dollar buy-ins. No, we won't. We won't. We won't play with money to start. We'll teach to start. We'll, te- we'll yeah, teach. Yeah, because I don't know. Start. I don't know Come how to, to do our any poker of it. school. I I I <laughs> will say school. that like I got into poker for a little bit because there was a group of friends who had a weekly poker night at their house, and it was like a five or a ten dollar buy-in. So like you know you're not losing a lot, but you could win enough that it was worth trying because when you don't have money on the table, it's not as fun because people are just like betting stupid shit because they're like all in because 
they're not actually all in because they don't have any money in there, you know. But like if you put ten dollars to get in and you could walk away that night with a hundred dollars you're going to try a little bit harder on the game. And so then it actually becomes interesting. And then you do try to learn people and like actually, actually strategically play the game. And we would just drink and play poker. And it was like super fun. And it was like worst case scenario, you pay $10 and you had fun and you went home. Best case scenario, you beat a shit ton of, uh, guys who thought they were really good at poker and you walk away with pocketing 90 bucks and telling them all that they're assholes. <laughs> but yeah, so but it is fun. I think that's, I think that would be fun. Would you like to learn? Uh, whatever. I can. <laughs> I mean, sure. Are you, are you a competitive person? Um, when it comes to things I enjoy. Like? Wow. <laughs> Actually, I guess I'm not today a competitive we, person. Today we learned that Annabelle hates everything. Um, Do you not see what shirt I'm wearing today? <laughs> says you people. Thank you. I don't think I am a competitive person. I haven't seen you competitive. No. I mean, you've played sports with me for how many years? Um, like I, yeah, a while. I play and, you know, I try to enjoy myself and I try to do my best in the moment, but I'm not... I'm sure as hell not overly competitive, I don't but think, you know, I, you know, I'll get down on myself if I don't do well. And if we lose, it fucking sucks. But I don't think, I don't know if that's necessarily being competitive or not. It's not. I didn't think so. So no. Hmm. <laughs> like I, well, I mean, you would know you've played with me, so you would be the best judge of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Exactly. The fact that you don't know means she's not. At least okay. not like an extreme yeah, level. Yeah, you're not extreme. Like you're not going to no. cuss anybody out for no. like doing stupid stuff. No. But I don't feel like I'm extreme, but I feel like I'm a little bit more than average. You're more than me. Yeah. Nah, I've seen some nights like that Billy Hatcher night. Listen. I've never seen but someone that's what I'm, that's, so That's mad. what I'm saying. She's more competitive than I am. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, for yeah, sure. But, yeah. but I'm trying to He's trying to her. say that I'm extreme. Oh. Yeah, that's oh. what he's getting at. Cause Do you I know said, what Billy Hatcher is? No. It's a game on the GameCube where you oh, hatch. Oh wait, I've heard this story. Just kidding. Eggs. You yes. hatch eggs. Yes. <laughs> I have heard this. We talked about this on the pod episode. Well, ago. let's now just full disclosure. I'm a lot more competitive when I'm drunk. I, I mean, well, that's I, fair. I so. love every bit of it. Like the good thing about me when I'm drunk is whatever my emotion is, just times that by ten. Like ten. 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 <laughs> By there, goes, there goes Annabelle coming out There's again. Annabelle's here. Annabelle. Um, alcohol usually doesn't change my emotions. It just makes whatever the emotion is more. Intensified. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, I mean, super I'm usually happy, competitive. It'll super just competitive, be... super sleepy, you know. Yeah. Take your pick. <laughs> hmm. Super boring. That's no. been a couple of times. I don't remember the last time that you've been boring. Oh... That was a compliment. Look at that. First time I've ever done that in a year. Hey. Saturday wasn't boring? I don't think you were boring. I don't think so. Hmm. Aw. I mean. Thanks, guys. <laughs> like, you weren't <laughs> All right. It's getting too sappy in here. I know. We got we to gotta cut that shit um, out. Annabelle, did you notice Kylan's new haircut? Oh, yeah. So, Kylan, look at his face. He's not <laughs> excited about this, but... Kylan actually went to a new barber this weekend. Do you not weekend. approve, Kylan? It's not. What? I asked for a fade, and it's not a fade. 
It's not. It's not a bad haircut. It's no, not it's not. Bad. It's just not what he had asked for. But the point of this story <laughs> is how big of a deal it is for him that he even went to someone new to it cut his hair. It is a big deal, but I thought it's because his barber fucking stopped answering. That's a hundred percent why. So right. he at least still has a nicer haircut than what he looked like a couple of days ago. And I, I guess I need to stop like juicing it a little bit. Like he didn't stop answering my phone calls as much as he just didn't answer two phone calls. That's the exact same thing. No, it's not. I mean, I didn't try anymore. I feel like people. No, but that's the thing. You're supposed to. But how many times do you have to call? Like, does he want your business or not? I would have done the same thing. You you don't need to blow his phone up. Like if he doesn't answer, he doesn't answer. I don't even know if I would have called twice. Well, I didn't call twice back to back. I called on two separate days. I know. I'm saying I don't even know if I would have done that. After the first time, I would have been like, all right. You know, my friend Samantha does my hair. And before I book with her, I text her and talk about it first. Not about availability, just what I'm going to do. Oh. And she's like, okay. And then I just go book it. I mean, I text people also. But like when I'm setting my appointment, I'd like to call, right? How do you set appointments? I text to set up appointments. Yeah, hers is online. I talk to her just because, you know, I'm usually doing wild shit with my hair. And she usually wants to do wild shit to my hair. And so we usually discuss it first. But hers is on. It's all online booking through a link. Link tree? No. Yeah, that's what's on her Instagram. Takes it to the booking site or whatever. The bookings. You just, <laughs> you, booking. just you know, pick your whatever and pick a day and move on. My the lady doesn't even do that. I just text her and she tells me her availability and then I'm like, cool, I'll take this day. Nice. <laughs> Deal. I think she sells a paper calendar. Oh, shit. Yeah. I can appreciate that. I can too, unless somebody fucks up your paper calendar. Mm. That happened to my <laughs> wax lady. I think I told you about that. And luckily, I... You have a wax oh, lady? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, she has a wax lady. Oh, I get Brazilians once a month. Once a month? Yes. Damn, sorry. It's a good conversation. It's... Uh, is it? Oh, yeah. Kylan just likes it, but it's... I mean, people... Which people, one is There's that? a stigma behind getting a Brazilian. Like, well, listen, there's... There's a stigma behind funking everything. I it, need to get over right. all that shit. Which one is that? What you, The Brazilian? Uh-huh. All the hair off of your... Oh, uh, damn. Private. She's on again. Off your chuchon again. And your butt. So and your butt. So so the difference is a bikini wax is they take oh. off the hair that you can see when you have on bikini bottoms. Right. So essentially like the outer line of, of your of your V yeah. in the top, right? Well a a Brazilian is all hair gone. Like basically all the hair under your bathing suit bottom. Like your ass crack, everything in between. <laughs> Annabelle's, Annabelle's face, face right now. <laughs> that sounds really uncomfortable. So it it's it doesn't feel good. Uh, it's it's not pleasurable. I'll say that it doesn't feel good. But I will say that if you find the right person who knows what they're doing, it's, obviously yours knows what her she's doing. She is amazing. Um, if anybody is actually seriously interested, DM the pod, and I will give out her contact info because she is the best in town. Yeah. Um, wow. First of all, I am in and out of there in 10 minutes. And that includes me saying, hey, how's it going? Getting undressed, getting on the table, her waxing me, me getting dressed, washing my hands, checking out, 
saying have a good day. How is that 10 minutes? Because she's excellent at what she does. So even though it's not super comfortable, it's so fast. Like we have a small talk conversation about, you know, whatever. And then it's done. And like she she's so fast, but she's efficient. Like she's been doing it for over 20 something years. Okay. So she's skilled. And she knows the exact place so to put the wax. Vaginas. She knows the exact place to put the strip. She knows how to pull. She knows how to do I mean, she's just efficient. Let me tell you, my very first wax, I yeah. went to someone who didn't know what the fuck they were doing, <gasps> and it was it was an hour long. An hour? An hour. That makes no sense. They And it was the most painful thing. The fact that I went after that is pretty crazy, um, but I had just known a couple of people who went to this other girl, and they were like, that's not how it's supposed to be. You need to go to her. Like, yeah. it's so different than that. And I went to her, and I was just like, oh my God, why is everybody not do it like you? And she's like, oh, I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. But another one of the things is like now um, a lot of people are using the soft wax instead of the strips. And isn't that like, what are the sugar waxes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, they, they advertise it as being less painful and I didn't have that experience. It might be because the girl who did mine didn't know what she was doing, Ugh. but it's also not as good for you because it doesn't actually pull the hair follicles completely out. It like, <gasps> so it, just it, break so them it off? tears. Yeah. Which like Oof. tears your, your pores and like no, causes that's, that's 10 times worse. It causes a lot of other oh, like God. damage. Whereas like if you're doing it correctly, you're not causing any damage. Right. And the, the more often that you do it, yeah, the less hair you grow back and then the less coarse that it is. Right. So, I mean, I've been going to her monthly for like over two years now. Damn. And I'll like during the pandemic when they made them close, <gasps> it was miserable. Like I was like, I, this is just proving that this is great thing for me to spend my money on each yeah. month. Like it's just, you don't have like, like, you know how after you shave and, like, you'll get, like, that itchy phase mm -hmm. when your hair gets just long enough to, like, get caught in your clothes? Yes. Or even if you try, like, I even tried, like, just not shaving at all for a while. Then it just gets so long. It's, like, in the fucking way. And I feel, <laughs> it's in the I way. just, like, I never feel clean. I just. Forever unclean. <laughs> but with this, you don't get an itchy phase because you don't grow back coarse hairs. Mm -hmm. They're just, like, super, like, fine. Would fine be the... No, that makes sense. So I've actually been epilating my legs for about three or four years. What does that mean? It's been around since like the 60s. It's a... It's basically a little tool that's got multiple tweezers in it. And it just automatic... Like it tweezes your hair out. Do you like... Like is it automatic? Like... Yeah. Like... Yeah. I'll have to show it to you. But it's like... It's like waxing without the wax. Oh. And I, I do not it myself of that. at home, but it's small and it takes some time, but uh -huh. does it hurt? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, just like ripping your hair out. Okay. You get used to it over time. Right. But same thing. My leg here is like after doing it for so long, it's extremely fine. Now it doesn't grow back near as dark as it like if you shave. Yeah. It's so dark. It's just dark and coarse and gross. But if you continually rip it, same thing, same thing with my legs. I've been doing that for years. Yeah. So see, like, so mm -hmm. you understand like the, yeah, yeah. the more you do it, one, the less painful it gets. Yes. It still hurts in some areas, obviously. Yeah. But oh, there's still a couple of strips that oh, I'm yeah. always like regretting when yeah. she would like, I'm, I just always. <laughs> I'm like I start making it's a like, face before she pulls comes. it because there's like yep. two strips that are just in an area that 
you're it's just, just not it's never gonna yeah, feel no, good I gotcha. mm-hmm. but it's literally just like you just like cringe for a second then it's done and then it's, it's done, like yeah. so it's so fast yeah um and a lot of the pain that comes with waxing is when you have super thick hair yeah so a lot of yeah. people a misconception is that if you the longer your hair the more that it hurts and actually that's a myth it's actually the thick of your hair i'm sorry your dog did just ralph farted fart? on me. oh it so smells sorry. awful <laughs> ralph you are so fucking rude ralph's 845 fart it's oh. rank at all times literally it's every evening god you're nasty Continue. and he just huffed continue um so anyway people think that it's because it's so long but really it's because it's thick that makes sense so the more that you get it waxed you're not going to grow back as thick of hair. So then it, it all that also alleviates pain because you don't have as thick of hair to wax. Yes. It gets, it gets easier for sure. It gets so much easier. And with her, it gets cheaper because her repeat customers, you get a package, a deal. So you get to buy 12 at once at the end of the year. And if you buy 12 at once, you get them at half the price. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that is like, a deal. Any of those like about to so, go get a Brazilian? Probably not. It, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, you will never feel cleaner in your entire life down there. Like ever. Well, uh, I just, I mean. I mean, even just after just going number two, you're like, woo. <laughs> that is a clean wipe. Actually, there is nothing stopping that. that, that was, what I was gonna say is gross. Never mind. I, okay. It's really annoying when it gets stuck to your butt hairs. You know that. I mean, some men like bleach their assholes, and she has she has bleach guys your assholes. Yeah, it gets like the hair off your asshole. Does it? Yes, I thought it That's just changed thing. it colors. No, you can you can bleach. Yeah, the but hair I off thought your that, asshole. Well, that, I did. I not thought know right. That. I didn't. I didn't know it Is did anything it, to the hair. I thought it just changed its color. Doesn't it remove the hair? Like, like kind of like nair. No, it's the same thing I as nair, it just right? Changed the color. It, it takes the hair off. Well. <laughs> I don't think bleaching my asshole is going to do anything for. Well, I will say that she has, she (laughs) has a lot of male clients for that reason. Mm -hmm. Wow, Google won't even allow me to search bleaching your ass. What? Like it immediately. What kind of blocks do you have? Well, it it was auto correcting bleach ass to uh, to black or no, it said bleach. No, it says bleach assistant captains, bleach assassin captain, bleach assassin. Okay. I'm assuming it's bleach assassin. So we're trying to figure out exactly what that means. Anal bleaching is a process of lightening the color of the skin around the anus. Yeah, that's what I thought. It makes it lighter. Um, it is done for cosmetic purposes to make the color of the anus more uniform with the surrounding <laughs> area. Some it treatments are applied in, the, in an office or salon by a cosmetic technician, and others are sold as a cream that can be applied at home. Yeah, see, I thought it was like nair. Like, the you know, you put it on it, and it removes the hair. I yeah. mean, I'd imagine if it's a cream, you probably do want to have the hair gone, because don't want that shit on your I mean, honestly, she hair. probably does the hair removal first, and then bleaches it. But if you don't have any hair, what are you bleaching? your skin i'm so confused um, <laughs> kanye said no i'm just kidding 
We're not talking You're literally about changing the color of Of your skin. actual asshole? Yeah. But why? Cosmetic reasons. But who's really looking at your asshole like that? Porn stars, I guess. Maybe. They probably need the a bleach for other your reasons. Your OnlyFans fans, I guess. I would imagine that every porn star gets their asshole. Well, every white porn star. I still don't think black porn stars get their hair, uh, their ass bleached, right? Or do they? I, do well, we clearly, need- I was totally, <laughs> I didn't even know what it was, apparently. So I have no fucking idea. But let me just say, getting your asshole waxed will be the cleanest you will ever feel. I bet. I bet it's another level. It is. And let me tell you, the waxing of that area does not hurt at all. Really? Not at all. Huh. That's surprising. If the skin on your buttocks or around the vagina looks darker, coarser, and feels rougher, or is otherwise not smooth as you would like, perhaps anal bleaching is the answer. (laughs) Nobody's going to listen to this episode. Nobody's going to listen to this episode. (laughs) Hey, man, power to the people who do it. It's cosmetic. It's what you want to do. You pay money for it. Hell yeah. I mean, oh, I'm not judging. Have I at just, it, you know? I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever just looked in the mirror and it's like, damn, my asshole's darker than my regular skin. Have you ever just looked in the mirror at your asshole? No. That was a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> He was about to say, well, yeah, and then, like, changed his he mind. He probably takes, like, one of my little makeup mirrors and, like, hikes his leg up on the counter. Just trying to make As sure you my, should. You should know your body. Just trying to make sure body. my butt's clean, y'all. You should know your body. It's very important. Always I, I have a hand mirror. I think a lot of people don't, don't wash their ass in the shower, too, which is oh. very important. What? That's unfortunate. What do you mean most people don't? How do you I know that? I said I think a lot of people. Why, do, why do you why? think a lot what of people don't do that? Have you smelled that? the public? God, I'm not like, around the public enough to smell them. I uh, do my best to stay listen. away from people. I don't know who you're around that smells at, like. Sometimes I look ass. at people and be like, that dude definitely doesn't wash oh, his Oh, so ass. you're just judging people. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Obviously. Anybody Obviously. who says they're not judging people's lying, to be honest. I, be. I think there's a certain level of judgment that is human nature, but yeah. there's, it, mm-hmm. there's a line. Mm-hmm. There is a line. Of where I it agree with that. gets yeah. to be... Unnecessary, ridiculous, and, and disrespectful. Extreme. Disrespect. Yeah. I don't All think. I don't think looking at somebody and say they don't wash their ass is disrespectful. Saying That's it to them. Very I would never <laughs> say it. <laughs> hey, bro. Like, you said I'm gonna looking be at with someone you. and I'm saying, saying. I saw you in the parking lot the other day, and <laughs> you look like you do not wash your ass. <laughs> like. Who who does that? So you don't think that's disrespectful? Uh, no. I don't think it's disrespectful to look at somebody and be like, okay, so I to bet th- you th- they th- don't wash their ass. If he thinks in his head, it's mm. not. No. But if you were to say it to somebody, yeah, that's a little too far. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I think people think inappropriate things in their head all the time. You just all don't say time. it. Like the filter that I have, wild. Yeah, it should be. Some things get out. I mean, to live in society, you have to have some kind of a filter, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Um, do we have anything else? You guys? It's our time. We're at about an hour. Oh, perfect. All right, we're going to get out of here. Um, I'm actually going to play a very new old song. Mm, that new. doesn't work. But it's something that I've just been listening to regularly. So. So it's an old song that you've been listening to. No, it's a new song. It's a newer song. 
seven years old, but it's not old, if you know what I'm saying. So what's the old part? Like, because people, if I said it was new and they're like, this is fucking Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> like, it's not new. <laughs> like, But it's not old either. He hasn't released music in four years. So like people will be like, this isn't new. But, but it's not old. Yeah. So it's new old. So it's medium. What do you call that? Middle-aged music? Mm. <laughs> midlife crisis music midlife crisis music there you got new music we you got just... old music you got mid middle-aged music <laughs> i don't like that for teenage those, music for teenage those who music? don't know this is all right by kendrick lamar and enjoy Recognize you looking at me for the pay cut Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down One Mac 11 even boom with the bass down Skimming, and let me tell you about my life Painkillers only put me in a twilight We're pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like Lord knows, 20 of them in my Chevy Tell them all to come and get me Reaping everything I sow So my karma come in heaven No preliminary hearings on my record I'm a motherfucking gangster in silence for the record uh. Tell the world I know it's too late Boys and girls, I think I've gone great Inside my face is all day Won't you please believe when I say When you know we've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like where do we go Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright You can live with them all I can see the evil I can tell it I know it's illegal I don't think about it I deposit every other zero Thinking of my partner Put the candy painted on a Rico Digging in my pocket Ain't a profit big enough To feed you every day My logic Get another dollar Just to keep you in the presence Like your Chico ah! I don't talk about it Be about it Every day I see cool If I got it Then you know you got it Heaven I can reach you Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog My dog, that's all Big back and chat I trapped the back for y'all I rap, I black on tracks so rest assured My rights, my wrongs I write till I'm right with God When you know We've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Yeah. 
lights in my prayers 